Hi, everyone. This is Brad Thomas with The Ground Up. I'm back again with another CEO interview. And today I'm joined with David Lesser. David is the CEO of PowerReit, and the ticker symbol, of course, is PW. Uh, David, good to see you today. Good to see you. Thank you for having me on this uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, you bet. Well, uh, you know, I'm, 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 ready for, uh, I'm ready for the new year, and I'm sure you are too. But, uh, you know, PowerReit's done a lot of work this year. I mean, it's uh, just looking and, you know, my gosh, I mean, you have uh, just really, uh, it's been a really a monumental, uh, pivotal year for PowerReit. Uh, to remind our, our viewers a little bit about PowerReit, uh, would you mind, David, going back to the railroad, uh, which was your kind of core asset many years ago, and I know you've evolved now from, you know, from the railroad, which is now, I know, a small part of the business, um, up to the solar business, and of course now uh, your focus is, is on the cannabis business, which we'll talk about, but would you mind talking a little bit about the history of, of PowerReap? Sure, and we covered a lot of that in our last interview, which was back in May. So we have two classes of what I'll call legacy assets, a railroad that is triple net leased to Norfolk Southern, and then a small portfolio of ground leases under utility scale solar farms. Both of those are, are very, very secure cash flowing assets, and they really are our legacy. And you know, right now we're very focused on our growth plan. We, we've developed a, a focus on controlled environment agriculture and have deployed fair amount of capital given our size and we have uh, huge plans going forward to, to really grow the business in this direction so we're we're quite excited about that great and 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 just in case some others may have missed the last interview uh, part of that history of course is you have a net operating loss um, there on the balance sheet that is related to the railroad uh, original railroad business uh, which has uh, certainly influenced the dividend policy of the company. So would you mind kind of addressing the fact, because I get this a lot, you know, why is there not a dividend? So would you mind talking about that just, just a little bit? Absolutely. So as you mentioned, we do have a, a net operating loss associated with that legacy asset, the railroad. And as such, we have the ability to qualify, maintain our requalification without a current dividend on our common shares. Um, having said that, I do think, because we also get that question quite a bit, it's something we're continuing to evaluate. And uh, I do think uh, we will start to look towards a, uh, a dividend in the foreseeable future, even though we don't necessarily need to. And, and you know, it's a, it's a balance because frankly, we are in my mind, a growth company. So retaining capital is, is a very efficient thing to do. But at the same time, if it helps our valuation, then it leads to better access to capital. So, you know, really that's something we continue to evaluate and we'll on, on, on an ongoing basis continue to uh, determine what is our best strategy. Great. Of course, you, you know, I'm writing a book in uh, Intelligent Read Investor and in the new book, I have um, actually uh, added a cannabis section. I never would have thought that I would even be covering an industry, the cannabis industry, or more or less even including cannabis, you know, as a, as a sector or perhaps even a subsector of of the uh, of the recoverage universe, and so uh, we recently have interviewed uh, the CEO uh, Paul Smithers of um, of um, Innovative Industrial IAPR, which I'm sure you know well, uh, which is more of a brick and mortar uh, landlord uh, to really more warehouses, hence industrial. But you have uh, you have gone into more of a niche play in terms of greenhouses. 
Uh, so can you talk a little bit about kind of what you're investing in and, and why, you, why do you see the value in a, in a cannabis uh, you know, related uh, greenhouse? Sure. So broadly, we view that we have a sustainable focus. So our, our portfolio, including the solar and the, and the railroad, uh, but then especially with our new focus on greenhouses, is really a, a triple bottom line type investment. Uh, greenhouses are truly the sustainable path to growing certain crops, in this case, cannabis, uh, relative to doing it in an indoor cultivation facility. It's just way more energy efficient uh, and, and a much more sustainable business model. Um, it costs less in our mind to, uh, to build that, that facility, and then it costs significantly less to operate. And plants do very well in natural sunlight. So, so we view this as a sustainability play and, and really a business and environmental sustainability play. Great. Now, I know you recently, uh, a couple of days ago, in fact, announced a, a, a public uh, right offering. Uh, so obviously you're, you're raising more money, which means you're growing. So can you talk a little bit about that growth, that pipeline? I know you've announced some deals and you know, how, how large is this industry? How many greenhouses are there out there? And are we just talking US? Have you looked at you know, possibly going north of the border? Are you gonna stay focused in, uh, in just in the US? Sure, so we see a huge pipeline. Uh, we, we have uh, a lot of deals under negotiation uh, all around our, our core focus here of uh, CEA facilities, controlled environment, agriculture facilities for cannabis, as well as uh, we hope to expand and, and do food cultivation as well. Um, you know, when we spoke last, it was uh, May, our stock was at about $20. Uh, now it's, uh, you know, hovered uh, just under $30. Um, we've grown our, our cash flow, our FFO per share, uh, quite dramatically, uh, and we've done that through acquisitions. So, so we've made a bunch of transactions since then, and, and hence the need now to raise additional capital that we're confident we can deploy, once again, at very attractive, highly accretive, uh, you know, on a highly accretive basis. Uh, so that, that is the plan. And what we concluded was to pursue what, what I perceive to be a very investor-friendly approach, which is a capital raise through a rights offering. Rather than just a regular offering where you hire an investment bank, uh, you end up paying a lot of fees, but you're also uh, subject to the vagaries of the market. Uh, a rights offering really to the extent there is any discount, uh, and we, we did price that at a bit of a discount to our stock of been trading, that discount is going back to our investors and they're getting the right and the ability to participate at what I believe is a very exciting formative stage of our capital formation. And based on our size, combined with the yields that we're investing at, which are, are very, very uh, you know, high current yields. Um, it's just a highly accretive time in our life cycle, in our growth cycle. Uh, and, and therefore we wanted to give that right, that opportunity back to our existing investors. So that's why we structured it as such. And we went effective this week with the SEC. Uh, the stock uh, price is at 2650 and the transaction is intended to close uh, in the third week of January. So we think we can raise this capital fairly quickly. We don't know how much we will raise, but we think we'll raise uh, a chunk of capital that we can then deploy relatively quickly. And, and because of our uh, sort of current valuation relative to the yields we're investing at, it's highly accretive. Uh, and, and so we're quite excited to embark on this capital raise as well as deployment of capital right on the heels of it. Yeah, so you know when we interviewed uh the CEO of IIPR, um, you know, he, we talked about the latest election. And uh, of course, a number of states 
have opened up more business opportunities within the broader cannabis sector. Has that impacted, you know, your, 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 uh, I guess, niche uh, part of that business as well? Um, I would say that uh, the difficulty that cannabis companies have of raising capital, uh, accessing traditional capital, bank, bank debt, and so forth, uh, certainly uh, plays into the yields that we're seeing on our acquisitions. So um, we feel we have a fair amount of runway in front of us, but obviously there could be legislative change at some point in the future. But in the near term, we see the ability to continue to deploy capital on very attractive, what we think are very attractive risk-adjusted returns, uh, and certainly relative to other real estate asset classes, uh, we, we see an exciting niche and, and opportunity. I will say that uh, within this sort of cannabis for real estate industry, we have that sub-niche that you referred to as, as greenhouses as a focus. And um, I think that's a unique niche and, and certainly differentiates us. I think uh, a lot of other people sort of shy away from it because they don't fully understand it at this point. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, uh, I guess, potential going forward. Uh, have you, I believe your company has done guidance, uh, kind of a more of a run rate guidance. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? And, and then I want to kind of maybe you know, close out and reflect on valuation. Because again, looking at it just through my current lens and what I see now, you know, it looks pretty expensive, but uh, it, it really helps to see if, you know, what you've telegraphed the market in terms of guidance. Right. So what we've tried to do, because we're growing, uh, you know, and each transaction has proven to be so accretive, what we try to do is give sort of run rate guidance to say, based on the acquisitions that we've closed and in place, and again, these are triple net assets primarily. So there's not a lot of variability as long as the tenants perform, but based on that, we can give sort of run rate guidance. The most recent run rate guidance we've given uh, is $2.17 of FFO on an annual basis. Uh, so that's our run rate guidance. And if you look at our historical chart quarter to quarter, we have seen a, a real liftoff of, of quarterly FFO growth. Uh, some of the growth in our historical numbers just isn't built in because those acquisitions closed more recently. So that's, that's really what um, we're talking about right now in terms of what is in place, acquisitions we've completed. Now, as I mentioned, we're embarking upon a rights offering. We have a bunch of acquisitions that we're working on. Uh, and, and, and we frankly hope to announce some acquisitions in the, in the relatively near term. So we see a lot of growth in front of us, but just to give you simple math, at the $2.17 um, FFO run rate, not any factoring in of growth, we currently trade at about a 12 times FFO multiple. Now, I think that's a below market multiple for a company that has been proving this tremendous growth. So for example, when we met last May and had our interview, I think our, our guidance at that time was $1.48 and we're now giving guidance at $2.17. So in a half a year, we've, we've had tremendous growth in FFO. If you do some simple back of the envelope math, um, now we've been deploying capital on an FFO yield basis at about 19% of late. If you do some, some simple math and let's say we're fortunate to raise all of the capital in the rights offering, which would be a little over $50 million, and let's say we deployed that at a 15% yield, which is below where we've been deploying capital. And let's say we factor in some additional GNA to our cost structure as we continue to build out a team, which is something we're working on. We sort of get to a run rate, a potential run rate, if all of those things, 15% yield, full capital raise and so forth, we get to a run rate that's in the $3 a share range. So what we have right in front of us in a relatively short period 
uh, I'd like to think is some pretty attractive growth and an opportunity, frankly, to buy in at a relatively low multiple, especially when you take into account that growth, uh, which I believe is in front of us. So um, I think on a valuation standpoint, we have an attractive story uh, to, to tell to investors uh, based on our current price. And, and just remind our audience again, I know you, you closed some uh, transactions, I think up in Maine. What are your kind of primary markets? Which, which states do you, you, are you most active in? Right, so uh, I expect that in the near term, we will enter several additional states uh, based on, on transactions that we're actively working on. Um, we're really uh, flexible, frankly. Um, the, the states across the country that have uh, legalized cannabis are, are all fodder for us to pursue. Uh, you know, are all opportunities for us to pursue. So, so we're looking at literally across the country. I, I have transactions we're looking at. Great. Well, this has been very, very helpful, David. I, I really appreciate uh, jumping on and talking about this, uh, you know, really niche sector that many people aren't familiar with. And uh, obviously, again, goes back to that dividend for obviously for a, for a you know, for an average investor, you know, that you, you look at a REIT, of course, REITs are forced by law to pay out 90% of their taxable income, most pay out 100% of taxable. So that dividend is kind of a question mark, but obviously, you know, that's why I want to address that with you early, um, you know, but, but certainly the growth is, is undeniable um, and, um, you know, pretty impressive, uh, you know, business. So I really appreciate, uh, you know, talking about this today and looking forward to maybe catching back up Again, uh, after I guess the uh, your next fourth quarter results, we'll we'll kind of catch up again and uh, check in with you and see what's going on. And hopefully, you've got some uh, you've got some more G and A and got some more uh, you know acquisitions to tell us about. Look forward to it. Have a happy right. happy New Year. Thanks so much, David. Take care. We'll talk soon. Bye.